This broadcast was sponsored by A Cat Called Monster, a book about a Singapore cat with a crooked tail. It's available from Amazon. Hello, this is Leslie Schaefer, and this is How the World Looks from Singapore on Wednesday, April 4th, 2018. These are the top headlines today. The Trump administration told China to bring it on trade, and China did, announcing retaliation. Asian markets tumbled, and futures indicated Wall Street would too. Singapore's police warned about a surge in kidnapping scams. The Ministry of Health wants to update the standards for practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine. Malaysia's Prime Minister announced salary increases for civil servants just ahead of upcoming elections. In the United States, a female shooter injured three people at YouTube's headquarters before killing herself, and Trump is threatening to send the military to the U.S. border with Mexico. When the Trump administration decided to attack China on trade, it didn't appear to consider the possibility that all the weapons might not be on one side. China reportedly said on Wednesday that it would impose measures of the, quote, same strength as the proposed 50 billion U.S. dollars worth of products that the Trump administration is planning to impose tariffs on. China also said it would challenge the Trump administration's protectionist measures at the World Trade Organization. China's retaliation came a mere 11 hours after the White House issued on Tuesday the list of goods it was targeting for the previously announced tariffs. China will be targeting key U.S. exports to the mainland, including soybeans, planes, and beef. Many of these tariffs appear aimed at products from states that voted for U.S. President Trump. Additionally, Julian Evans Pritchard, the senior China economist at Capital Economics, said on Wednesday that the U.S. tariffs aren't likely to hurt China much, as many of the targets are electronics where China has a dominant market position globally. That means the United States will struggle to find alternative suppliers and makes it unlikely that China's exports to the U.S. will actually fall. That means the most likely impact is merely higher prices for U.S. consumers. Pritchard added that China will also be hurting itself if it goes ahead and imposes tariffs on imports of U.S. soybeans, which it can't replace elsewhere. But he said that China likely decided it needed to make a show of force, figuratively speaking. If Trump's Twitter comments are anything to go by, and to be sure, often they aren't, the White House appears set on an escalation path, with Trump saying he wouldn't let the status quo on trade continue. You can read more analysis of the trade war on ShentonWire.net. While the world waits to see whether someone will blink first or up the ante on trade, the markets reacted badly to all the heightened tension and uncertainty. The news broke in the middle of Asia's trading day, sending markets reeling. The Straits Times Index and Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index dropped more than 2% each. European shares were also trading lower. In the United States, futures indicated Wall Street would tumble at the open. That comes just as markets had barely begun to recover from a sell-off sparked by jitters after Trump launched attacks on Amazon. Signs that Trump might be preparing a vendetta against Amazon had sent shares of the e-commerce giant reeling and had weighed on other technology shares as well. In local news, 
Singapore's police force issued a warning about a surge in reports of people receiving text messages saying their family members have been kidnapped. Those messages also come with ransom demands. The police urged people to remain calm if they received the messages and said that the money should not be transferred. It advised contacting loved ones immediately to confirm they are safe. Police said not to reply to the SMS and to instead block it and report it as spam. Information can also be submitted to the police online. The Ministry of Health is proposing to toughen regulation of practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine, or TCM. It wants to raise the maximum fines that the TCM Practitioners Board can impose by five times to $50,000, as well as give the board more power to investigate. The ministry also wants the board to be able to investigate whether a practitioner is actually fit to practice, and it wants to make continuing professional education mandatory, just as it is for mainstream doctors. That's according to a Straits Times report. In criminal news, a former dog owner saw her 2016 jail sentence for mistreating her pets nearly tripled. That was after the court allowed Chong Leng Kim to retract her guilty plea after she claimed the lawyer at the original hearing pressured her into pleading guilty by telling her she might be remanded for mental health care if she went to trial. At the time, Chong was jailed for 10 days and fined 3100 Singapore dollars. But after the trial earlier this year, the district judge found her guilty and sentenced her to four weeks jail and a $6,000 fine. The prosecutor noted that Chong and her children moved out of their Pia Bar home in 2013 after failing to pay rent. That same day, SPCA workers found her emaciated poodle near the flat. The landlady found another two emaciated, tick-covered dogs inside the flat. One of the dogs had to be euthanized. Chong then failed to meet with an officer from the Agri-Food and Veterinary Authority, or AVA, as instructed, and she was then arrested. That's according to a Straits Times report. In regional news, Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak announced nearly 1.5 billion ringgit worth of salary increases for his country's 1.6 million civil servants, most of whom are ethnic Malays. That's a key traditional voting bloc for the ruling coalition, and the announcement comes shortly ahead of the election. Najib has also promised a one-time cash payment of 1,500 ringgit in October for civil servants and 750 ringgit for government retirees as part of this year's budget. That's according to our Reuters report. Najib may face a tougher race in the upcoming elections, which will pit him against 92-year-old former Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad, who has said he's running solely because of what he sees as corruption in the current government. Najib has been ensnared in a long-running scandal over funds allegedly looted from Malaysian state fund 1MDB. As much as 4.5 billion U.S. dollars is believed to have been misappropriated from Malaysian state fund 1MDB, the case has sparked money laundering probes in at least six countries, including the United States, Singapore, and Switzerland. Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak who was the chairman of the Fund's advisory board until 2016, has denied wrongdoing. In the United States, 
A woman with a gun shot three people at YouTube's headquarters in California on Tuesday. She then shot and killed herself. Two of the victims were in critical condition and one was in fair condition, according to media reports citing a hospital official. The shooter reportedly may have had a vendetta against the company and she appears to have complained YouTube was allegedly restricting her videos and she may have complained about her ad revenue. And as if U.S. President Trump didn't already have enough of a battle after creating a trade war, he now appears set on picking a border fight at home. He's threatened on Twitter to send military personnel to the border with Mexico. That's part of his recent surge of inflammatory comments on immigration, which have included threatening to pull out of the NAFTA trade deal to pressure Mexico. While sending troops to the border isn't unprecedented, it's not clear why the Border Patrol would suddenly need the Pentagon's help. The number of illegal immigrants crossing the border appears to be at its lowest since 1971. Trump hasn't provided any outline of what the military would be doing, let alone a detailed plan. But it's important to note that using the military within the country in a law enforcement capacity would likely require an act of Congress. That's according to a Washington Post report. This has been Leslie Schaefer, and that's how the world looks from Singapore on Wednesday, April 4th, 2018. Have a good evening.